98FM, it is the Saturday Social with Rachel on Halloween weekend. And if you're looking for something to do this weekend, look no further than the Puka Festival, celebrating Ireland as the home of Halloween. And here to tell me all about it is Melissa Hayward. She is the creative director. Melissa, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It has finally arrived. And I think first things first, Melissa, when people hear of the Puka Festival, they'll want to know, if they don't already, what exactly is a puka? Oh, the puka. The puka herself is a is a character in Irish folklore. Uh, she's a shapeshifter and she's a mischievous trickster. Ooh. And she can turn into all sorts of different things. So she's been known to turn into a horse, uh, a dog, a cat, sometimes a snail, and um, sometimes a goat. Oh, amazing. That's cool. I always thought the puka just meant like a ghost in general or a spirit, but I didn't know that there was more to the puka. So that was interesting to know. Um, and then the puka festival, of course, is running all this weekend, Melissa. Very exciting. You know, and I love that it, it celebrates Halloween, but very much the traditional sense of it being, you know, the Celtic New Year and celebrating Ireland as the roots of Halloween, which I still feel like some people don't don't understand that yet, that it really it came from yeah. Ireland. Absolutely. That's what I'm coming across a lot as well. People don't know that Ireland is where Halloween, as we know it today, originated. And I think that is so bloody exciting. I'm, I just think it's so great. And I think it's something that we should all embrace. And hopefully it will become like the, the kind of equivalent of Paddy's Day here that everyone will get on board and celebrate Ireland as the home of Halloween because it does come from here and that trick-or-treating as we know it, dressing up all those lovely things come from Ireland. They, they do and I'm like I think more people are, are getting on board with it but it's taken a while kind of to get there so yeah I mean I love Halloween Melissa like I think it's a really exciting time of year it's a really fun time of year I mean Christmas is nice but there's a lot of pressure and stress that can come with Christmas and other holidays so it's a lovely lovely time of year and we're kind of coming into the winter I love all that so there's a huge amount of events happening over the weekend you're based down in Trim and Atboy down in Mead can you give us a flavour of some of the activities happening over the weekend oh yeah the the program if anyone wants to look at it is on the website and it is a monster it's absolutely gigantic so we have really big names in music and comedy we kind of have the who's who of Irish performers and lots and lots of local talent so we kind of have everyone from Imelda May to Gavin James to the academic to blind boy and then we have things like treasure hunts we've tours on land and on water we have uh, banshee bingo halls we have Irish and uh, Samhain themed circuses loads and loads and loads of interactive games and then storytelling is one of the main kind of treads that goes through the entire festival uh, because storytelling is the flagship of Irish folklore and we have such a wonderful uh, oral tradition here in this country and I want to bring that back and I want to get people telling these stories again and people telling the stories of our characters and the puka and folklore and fairies and all these wonderful things so that that is the thread that goes throughout the entire programming and the entire festival is storytelling. Wow, that sounds absolutely incredible and great that you're going back to the, you know, the roots of Irish folklore and telling those amazing stories. Are some of the events free military? said you have to pay and pre-book some of them or what do you need to do to make yeah, sure you have a good so, experience? So a lot, we have lots of free and subsidised events because we're aware that everyone is very, very financially squeezed right now. So some of the events um, that are listed on the website are just free, you just rock up. Um, other free events are ticketed and those are the ones that will say ticketed next to it on the website um, just for, for numbers, we need to control that. Um, and then some of them are obviously paid ticketed events but we've tried to keep the prices as low 
low as we possibly can. Um, so there are, like, you could enjoy the entire festival for the weekend, do lots and lots of things for completely free. Amazing. That sounds fantastic. And it seems like the Puka Festival has just been getting bigger and bigger every year, Melissa. Do you, and Halloween in general, I feel like people are just, you know, it's growing year by year. Um, do you think it's going to continue just to, to keep staying big? I hope so. Yeah, like I really do hope that the Puka Festival and Ireland as the home of Halloween does rival Paddy's Day at the other end of the year. Um, that's, that's my big dream. And what are some of the things that you think people don't know in terms of Ireland being the birthplace of Halloween? Like, you know, the whole thing with turnips and pumpkins and what are those little things that, you know, people are surprised to learn about it? Well, that that's exactly it. I think we see, like, we all kind of think of um, Halloween as we know it today as the kind of Americanized, almost plastic kind of Halloween. Um, but things like turnips, so pumpkins are the, are the perfect example because carved pumpkins, they're all the symbol of Halloween. But they actually came from Ireland when we used to carve turnips because we didn't have pumpkins. Mm. So so turnips would have been carved and that's what would have been used to carry um, embers from the communal bonfire that would be lit. So the communal bonfire would be lit and then fire embers from those coals will be taken into people's homes to light their own fires and I just I love that so much I love that story um, and I love the symbolism of it um, but that's where where pumpkins as we know it they came from we would have carved turnips years ago because we wouldn't have had we wouldn't have had pumpkins pumpkins would have been notions total <laughs> back, notions back hundreds of years ago <laughs> Um so and then things like dressing up came from like we we dress up because the the veil between living and dead is thinnest at that time of year. Mm. So the spirits are among us, and we don't want them to to notice us and maybe steal us away to the other world. So what we do is we dress up so we blend in, so the spirits think that we're one of them. Love that! That is so cool. It's really nice to know the origins of these things that we kind of just do every year without even thinking about it. And um, it all sounds absolutely brilliant. Pukafestival.com is where you can find out more information and get those tickets as well. Melissa Hayward, Creative Director of the Puka Festival, thank you so much for your time on the Saturday Social on 98FM. Thanks so much for having me on.